Hello and welcome to the Invincibles with Nidika Behel. And today in the studio, I have with me Dr. Anu Mehta, who is the first ever Meta Health Master Trainer in India. Let's welcome Dr. Anu Mehta to the show. Hello, Dr. Anu. Lovely to have you with us. Thank you for calling me, and thank you for being here. Why don't you introduce yourself to our viewers? So um, I'm somebody who's a mom. Mm-hmm. and more than anything else i think uh, i'm very passionate about studies lovely and uh, so i landed up uh, studying various modalities wow and uh, i'm the first master trainer in meta health i'm also the pioneer in the field of meta health in india wow i've also i'm also the master trainer in advanced clearing energetics matrix oh, reimprinting i teach eft <laughs> uh which is under Carl Dawson right now right. and used to be under Amit before this i also um integrate lucia color test with everything else that we do uh which is another diagnostic tool which we connect with meta health um i love sound integrating mm. that part of it um uh, we add numbers colors you name it and it's integrated into the work that i do right including um coloring drawing because all these modalities give me a part of who the person is and for me i'm intrigued to kind of uh, understand how the human mind really works wow and more than human mind what really human behavior is all about why do we act the way we do why do right. we do what we do right and so somehow i think it's like meta health has become a part of me or i've become part of it it's like almost in sync with each other Awesome. So I need to know all about it. So are we ready to get into the interview? <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. So we'll go into our segment 1 which is called where it all began. Okay, Dr. Anu, tell me, as a child or while growing up, what was the most important thing you wanted from life? Some of your dreams, aspirations and goals. So there were two things that was like really loud in my head one was i always wanted to travel like you know have a backpack on my back <laughs> have loads of money in that bag right and uh, then just travel that right. was one image that was consistently and constantly there in my head that i need to travel i need to explore because you know sitting in a classroom and understanding geography was like mm-hmm. oh god don't do that to me the other bit when i started with my periods mm-hmm. it was so shabbily handled by really? my mom that i as a kid of 8 and a half who started with the period Ouch. yes um and constantly hiding it from my mom because she thought that you know uh if i didn't have it next month and i didn't have it next month and i didn't have it next month then things were fine well we all know that once the period starts yeah. it starts you can't stop it right, right. and right. for a 8 and a half year old that was too much of a pressure to carry oh my god and the best part of the whole story was i kept thinking as a eight and a half year old that i must do something about this period like when you know i become big i'll stop this period from happening oh and God. nobody on this earth will ever be you know uh, forced to have this problem you know how it is I, like a child i can understand yeah. of course wow yeah. amazing yeah. i mean people pay lakhs and lakhs of rupees to make them happen <laughs> <laughs> So it's ironical that you yeah. know, yes of course i get it so what was the um, the key defining moment in your life which you know completely changed the direction on which you were uh 
at six years of age, I was sexually abused by an, a man who was old enough to be my grandfather. Oh, my God. A, a relative, someone who my mom and dad knew. And it went on for about six years. And then, Are you saying? Yeah. And then I just forgot about it. How do you forget about it? I think human mind is so beautiful. It doesn't want you to remember things that are going to be traumatic for you and things which are extremely traumatic. Right. Your mind just kind of hides it. And then I regained the memory back. I knew something wasn't okay, but never knew how bad it was. Mm. I regained memory back when I was 40 years of age. What are you saying? Yes. It's like after 30 no, not 34, but like almost 28 years, so right? So it's like I knew something was not okay. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't put a finger to it. Mm-hmm. And then at 40 years of age, when I first went to Carl Dawson's workshop, right. uh, which was happening in Prague, I was staying in East of Europe at that point. Right. And um, uh, he was running his first Matrix reimprinting workshop. And um, uh, he started tapping on me. Mm-hmm. And I regained my memory back. And it was a most traumatic session. It's supposed to be, um, how do you say, emotional freedom technique, higher level, which is called right. matrix reimprinting. And uh, here I was howling and bawling away. And they were recording just like this. And right. they actually never put it up. I'm so thankful to Carl Dawson. He never put it up. He never wow. kind of, he, he was so protective. Yeah, I know because it's yeah. all the pain coming off for so many years. Yes, and then the memories just never stopped, just never stopped. Mm. And that kind of made me realize that every second child, every fourth child, in, especially in our country. Right. And this is not just happening in our country. It's happening everywhere. Right. It's, it's a global phenomenon. Right. Yet when I open the newspapers every day, my heart burns inside when I look at you know, three-year-old or two-year-old, a baby nine in months, a cradle, yeah, nine-month-old, yeah, yeah, yeah. 81-year-old. Yeah. So, yeah, I went through that rubbish, if you can call it. But you know what? If you turn around anything that you've gone through into something more meaningful, and it was hard in the beginning to convert it into anything meaningful because there was so much anger. I can imagine. There was so much of anger. You never tried to tell anybody when you were young? I don't think if I couldn't tell my mom about my periods. Mm -hmm. And that probably was the reason that I got periods so early. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If I can't tell her about a period that I'm going to have, which is natural, this wasn't supposed to be natural. Right. I wasn't going to talk about it. And it... uh, You know, every time I even talk about it, and I've written about it, worked with it, worked with kids who have sexually been abused by their own fathers and and brothers, maybe. And but yet, that sadness, that pinch. It's it's like the same feeling that I had when I had my period, and my mom was saying, you know, yeah, that it's something. Correct, correct. It's something bad, or yeah, like you need to be. Something needs to be done about it. That has always said something needs to be done about it. Right. So, Dr. Anu, tell me, when did you first realize that you have intuitive powers or you can see things before they happen? So, at the age of 14, I realized that 
I do have something that is called intuitive powers. Of course, I didn't know the word intuitive powers. Right. But um, my grandmom from my mom's side had it. My both children have it. Really? Yes. Wow. And I don't think my children are even aware of it. So um, at 14, the first time that I became aware of it was an incident where I was sitting with my mom and telling her, um, Mom, I can, I know that my grandmother's not fine. Mm -hmm. And she said, Kya hua? Mm -hmm. I said, uh, I have a feeling that she's not fine. I just went on like that for more than half an hour. Kuch to sahi nahi hai, pata nahi kya. Kya. And I said, Grandma. Mm -hmm. And then I'm watching TV and in the TV, they say that there was a stampede in which there was a lady called Shakuntala Devi who has expired. That was the name of my grandmom. Ouch. And she had the same kind of a tattoo that my grandmom had on her hand. Now, that was eerie because when my mom saw that right in front and it flashed right in front of us, she looked at me and said, Bhulja, don't ever think about it again. Mm. These are not the things that we should get into, get into or mm. encourage. And um, these things keep happening. These things keep happening. Like if... My driver, his wife got burned. Before she died, I knew that she's not going to be there anymore. Right. I hadn't visited her for about four or five days. And um, middle of the night, I had a dream. I scream, which is so typical of how I will see something. Mm -hmm. And my husband, Vikram, got really shattered and said, what's wrong with you? Why are you screaming like that? Right. I said, but wo bula hai mujhe. Mm. she's calling Akka. She was a South Indian lady. Right, right. And the way I saw my dream is exactly how it happened the next day. The first thing I reached the hospital and asked the doctor, how long does she have? And he said, And you know, it's not very nice to see people not going to be there any in this world anymore right. or something horrible is going to happen. I also do see nice things that will happen. Mm -hmm. But most of the stuff that I will, it will cross through my brain would be something that's very traumatic that's going to happen. Mm. And then I try forgetting because it's scary. It, it really happens. And nine out of ten times it, it repeats. If I remember something right. that I've dreamt, right. it stays. It just stays there. Right. So what, you know, what made you go into the field of healing initially? I believe you learned Reiki as yes. the first thing. Like what yes. made you start and how did you get into it and how did it all evolve for you? So can you believe I didn't believe in God? Really? I no. mean, you know, I mean, that's the so first God thing. God is any, not there. Oh, wow. That's the first thing anybody who's from healing would say, oh, universe or God or no. source or energy. No, no. None, none of that existed for me. Wow. Like I said, uh, there was this uh, driver who used to work at a house. Mm -hmm. His name was Kumar. And, and I don't know what happened, but his wife got burnt. And she was a young bride, six months pregnant. And um, so I was called to the hospital and I seemed to be seeing a lot of disrespect for women. So she was lying down nude, no cage on her, nothing. She was completely burnt other than the part where she was pregnant. And her one hand was fine. Oh my. Okay. And people were coming to see a nude lady. Mm. And... So I started holding her hand every day. Didn't know what that meant. Mm. And she would live another day, another day, another day. 
and I realized what I was doing was giving her energy. Hmm. And from a space of not believing in God at all, and for many years, I actually would fight and say, there's nothing called God. There's nothing called energy. To a place where I feel that universe constantly is protecting me. Right. It's, it's a whole journey. It's, it's okay not to believe. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely fine not, not to, believe. to believe. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when you, so obviously you started off with, I believe, Reiki first, is that right? And yes. then you went on to learn other modalities. So you were in Prague by the time you were learning Meta Health. Is that where you started? Um, actually, when uh, we were at the brink of leaving Prague is when I started Meta Health. Okay. Before that, in Prague, I was teaching people uh, Reiki. Mm-hmm. And I used to do one-to-one sessions. People used to, uh, from all nationalities, they used to come home. Right. And uh, it used to be a very interesting session because I used to provide Indian food to them. There were firangs <laughs> there and they were loving it. And yes. it was like the whole a, Indian experience. The whole Indian experience. <laughs> and they would spend a whole day over there with me. And, uh, yeah, it was just amazing. Wow. And, uh, yeah, and then I came back home because there was a recession that happened. Mm-hmm. You must have heard of 2008 recession. Yes, of course. The banking industry yes, went yes, down the yes, drain. Yes, that's right. Big, uh, big organizations just completely vanished. So my husband and our family was one of those people whose job went at that point. Oh, my. So, and there was nothing holding us there. So one day you have this beautiful bungalow that you're living in, the middle of nowhere. Right. And... Um, and the other day, you don't have a job. Kids have no school. You have no car. Because all that is given by and provided the by the company. Yes, yes. And you've heard of the pink slip. All they did was, we give you a golden handshake. They did give us a lot of money. So it wasn't that money wasn't there. But you know, as an Indian, it's not about money. Right, only. right. It's about that you worked so many years to reach. Vikram had worked 17 years in city. Oh, my God. So he must be at a very high post there. He was a vice president. Wow. And doing extremely well. And then and we had the works, the car, the, 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 the things that come with the corporate living. Right, right. And then suddenly you don't have anything, right. including you're staying in a country outside. You don't even have a PR because your PR, which is permanent residency, is dependent on the company that you work Correct. in. So, so you have to relocate. There is no choice right? there is no choice there is no choice so at that point when i came back to india it was more about um you have to come back you don't have a choice mm. and so then i created from whatever got created was from no choice to creating choice so meta health was there at that point richard fluke is the person i met so first person i met was carl dawson right who helped me regain back my memory like i said and the second person that I really met uh, who changed my life is Richard Fluke. Mm. He's right now in Canada. He's my mentor. He's, he's a beautiful person, wow. beautiful soul. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I was one Indian between all the Chesky people. Mm. And he was speaking in English, and I could understand English. He and, really loved you. <laughs> and, and the rest of the crowd was getting a translation. Right. And that subject was meant for me. Correct. Yeah. That's how I started connecting with Meta Health. It wasn't about Meta Health. It was about getting um, a resource in my hand 
which was then going to help me to wade through all the problems that I was going to have for the rest of the years. Right. Yeah. You know, so in a successful career, so to say, yeah. like, you know, as you said, that you had to start from nowhere and no hope to creating what you've created for yourself today, right? So I'm sure there were many moments of good fortune. Yeah. Have you counted yours? In fact, uh, I think every misfortune of mine mm -hmm. transformed itself into something so beautiful that I have a basket full of fortunes that I collected on the way. Today, I feel that abundance touched every part of my life. Incredible. Thank Incredible. you. Since we've been talking about MetaHealth so much, I'm sure I want to get into asking you something about MetaHealth. So we'll go <laughs> right into our segment two, which is called the Midas Touch. So Dr. Anu, tell me, there's zillions of modalities out there, right? But you still chose Meta, MetaHealth. Why is that? I don't think I chose MetaHealth. MetaHealth chose me. It was meant for you. <laughs> it was uh, scientific. Right. It was beautiful. Right. And um, like I said, I met Richard Fluke. Mm. And with by Fluke came better <laughs> health into my hand. <laughs> and, That's uh, a good one. Yeah. And it was almost like between Carl Dawson, who taught me matrix reimprinting. Right. And what I think uh, really fascinated me to this field was that there was nothing mumbo-jumbo about mm, it. Mm. I could uh, put it down, one plus one is two, and that is how the health was. Wow. And it was so accurate, so divine, that everything else, including EFT, matrix frame printing, kind of added on to it. Got it. Yeah, so it became your base modality. Would it, you say that? It, it, I wouldn't call it my base modality. I would call it that if there was anything that stirs my heart or fell in love with, mm. and I often call mental health my third baby. <laughs> I was going to say love at first sight. <laughs> yeah, it was like I found myself. Right. Yeah, that's how I would say I found myself and some some divine power found me. So tell me, how does meta health really work in helping someone? I mean, you said it's a diagnostic tool, right? So how do you work with MetaHealth and what are some of the challenging cases that you may have dealt with in your journey as a MetaHealth practitioner? Okay, so the first question was how does it kind of fit into the whole story, right? Right. right. Um, so MetaHealth is basically a diagnostic tool. Mm -hmm. Everything else that we were chatting even before, like theta right. healing, sound, Correct. fits into Access, it. yes, yes. Excess and there are various modalities, and all of them are beautiful. Right, each I agree with and you. every one of them have a place. Place, yes. Meta kind of forms the base, like a trunk, and mm. these are like the little leaves around the whole mm. story. Mm. All these therapies. So, what does the main trunk do? It helps me to identify what part of your life, like you said, what was the turning life, turning mm. point in your life, and, mm. and what happened after that. So I could ask the same question to my client and say, hey, what was the turning point in your life? Mm. And after which you realize that you had a health problem. Right. Same stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. What happened in your life? 
that after something really maybe very nice correct or something horrible right it's all the emotional triggers so to say not just the emotion they just don't pick up the psychological part of mm-hmm. it we're looking at the biology okay and we're looking at the biology does react right. all the time and biology is reacting so i can look at the biology go back and tell you your whole entire mm-hmm. life so it is a joke goes on between <laughs> me and my mom that if i don't have a job i can become a baba a bab- <laughs> and then she says well you can't become a baba because you are a babi a babi that's how we have barbie dolls yeah. <laughs> okay tell me so what are the some of the challenging cases like what kind of cases do people come to you for and so um i would say anything that people generally find me when doctors have said that you cannot survive amazing okay so um they come with cancers some of them have come with bipolarity um some of them for as simple as a pimples not going from the face right. some of them would come for relationship issues that they have and they don't know what to do about mm. it um and whether it's a relationship it can create a health problem or whether it's an abuse it can create a health problem or whether you have a health problem you can go back and identify what was going on in life. correct Correct. So uh, a few cases that we've really got amazing results. Um mm. no names to be taken here. Uh there is uh, there was this beautiful man. I remember this was the beginning of my career and someone recommended his name and we worked only over the Skype. Mm. Uh, I met him twice. Wow. That's it. And he had bipolarity and Parkinson's. Both together. Both together. He is uh, a surgeon by profession. Ouch. And retina specialist. Oh my god. And you know retina means how? Yes, yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just mess. Oh my god. So he obviously had no career as a result, right? After Yeah, this, he was yeah. he was he was locked up in the room. Yeah, not allowed to work. And he was in part of the country, again I won't mention where. Mm-hmm. Uh where people called him mad, obviously. Yeah, and and that's how, you know, when they when his kids were asked uh, asked their nana i mean or you mm-hmm. know grandparents what's happened to our father and said he's gone mad mm-hmm. this guy would sit down and cry obviously and today he's gone back to saving more than 6000 eyes oh my god so he got completely all right he was he's completely all right and there's so many times when he said talk about me and i said no mm-hmm. because people don't people don't like imperfections right they like perfect stories right i don't have any perfect stories then there was a case of this little baby who was brought in a 3 day old baby wow how do you talk to a 3 day old yeah, baby absolutely i was wondering like are you going to do any therapy a 3 day old baby coming with scars all over her genitals mm. like big big boils and then all her the back her butt area completely covered with sores and her leg was bent we used over here a lot of nest work nest mm-hmm. health work along with meta health work mm-hmm. and uh, along with that uh, when we worked with her she today is about 3 years of old age she can walk she can run we actually never did any therapy on her but we worked on her parents parents yeah it thought as much it's all uh, yeah. from the mother's womb right yeah and and, and maybe some do you believe in like past karma like maybe karmic 
or baggage or past life baggage so i would refrain from that hmm. because hmm. it's so easy to say your karmas aren't okay or somebody did karma yeah, so I mean, my like whole story life, would be yeah. kind of i do believe in past life yeah. but here it was more like we did this scan for the parents hmm. and for the baby hmm. and what came out loudly in the scan was and it's not a visual scan it's a whole software got it, got it, right. uh, where the emotion that got picked up was anger Ooh. why should a baby 3 day old be angry so when questioned the mother said uh abortion abortion karana chahte mm. they didn't want me to have a child who was a girl because mm. i there's a god bharai said kar kar ek saath mein mein she picked up the mithai mm-hmm. and uh, they said well it's going to be a daughter there was mm. not even a sonography done out there and said we don't want this baby at all what was the baby doing having scars on her genitals wanting to change herself Into to become a boy man. yes and she couldn't walk she mm. couldn't think of coming in this world and walking properly as a woman mm. we stunt our babies right inside the womb wow yeah we don't even realize right what no. we're doing to our children inside no even when we're cooking we spend more time mm. looking at the recipe but when we're making children we so much in hurry to kind of just have a baby or oh my god i'm not going to be able to do this that and mm. that from tomorrow mm. Mm. it's really sad so tell me uh, doctor no when uh, somebody comes to you as a meta health trainer what is it that you know you like let's say somebody comes who's feeling really unworthy you know maybe they've gone to some amazing uh, childhood traumas and a lot of children have their own versions of it it doesn't necessarily have to be sexual it could be many others Absolutely. you know maybe beaten up a lot as a child or maybe just parents never had the time to give to the kid or maybe there was no breastfeeding i think everything has an impact right so yeah. any of these cases like when they come to you what are you able to do for them okay uh in the one to one session mm-hmm. when we are having the first thing that i do with them is i make them draw okay then we use color lucia color tests mm. to kind of pick up what is the psychological basis from mm. where they are coming we do a body scan which is a provision ness health body scan mm. so we know how the body is doing right so these are two things very scientifically created then and very very important more than all this i talk to them mm. and that in their talk we are given them specific questions like you're giving me specific questions right. Right. so that they could answer me in a very specific way right we asked them to write what was happening around their life um during that time right. and the child is really tiny and cannot talk for himself mm. or herself uh then we'll ask the parents what's going on and uh, just nidika just to let you know you know you spoke about a lot of traumas mm. many children don't go through any traumas and yet they are not happy mm. and then what's happening there right agreed yeah 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 i know of a case where the kid had everything that you can think of she still has the shoulder pain which refuses to go you can't find any flaw anywhere amazing and yet there will be something that nobody is able to sort out hmm. so it's not necessary that people have to go through horrible stuff to manifest right. something that it could be as simple as someone saying oh you're so fat hmm. you're so thin oh trust me i've gone through and, that and, one and and someone just catching that yeah. and yeah. nothing yeah. else yeah. but that could be the biggest trauma of their life you don't have to go through sexual abuse to make True. it big absolutely i agree with you it's how it, you make it in your head right i mean yeah. how you perceive it how you receive it yeah yeah i mean i'm sure audience know about this that 
we uh, constantly hear something and people are talking to us about something, but, you know, we're making constantly something else of it. Right. And what we made of it is going it's, to create us. my realities. Absolutely. So tell me, I'm sure, you know, you see a trend of, you know, what kind of problems people yeah. come with, right? Yeah. So what is the trend right now? What kind of challenges do people come with? Like most of your cases would be around what challenges? I love the way you say trend. It's like a fad. <laughs> <laughs> like today there is a plus Even like, for example, on. like a lot of cases of cancer these days, right? Like which yeah. is not there when we were growing up. It was unheard of. Literally now every family, you will see a diabetic case, you'll see blood pressure, you'll see cancer. It's normal. Like it wasn't like that earlier. And uh, I wouldn't even say it's normal. I would say it's it's happening and we think it's normal. It may not be normal at all. So like what kind of trends do you see? So I see all kinds of trends. Like I said to you, people come to me when they don't have answers to why they had it. And most of them come when they're told that they will not live. So it could be that they cannot live because they had cancer or they cannot live with this man because they're going through horrible marriage. Hmm. And the trend is that today the family system is becoming extremely fragile. We don't have the kind of support that our parents did. Right. And, and I'm sure that that's one of the major reasons that we are so bitter. We do have um, digital media, which we yeah, even right now, but it doesn't, we have a very glam picture outside. Yeah. But I often hear people, including in my profession, saying, I cannot talk about my rubbish to anyone because I got to pick and put that image of being perfect. Mm. If I'm not perfect, people will not come to me. Right. We have somewhere sold our vulnerability and courage. I agree with you. And we are somewhere holding on to a fake image. And my, um, my mentor, Kwesi, Dr. Kwesi, always says, what is inauthentic is inauthentic. So search for where your inauthenticity is. Mm. And the minute you find where you're inauthentic, you will know why you had something. Right. And to be honest and bluntly honest to ourselves, and I love the way bluntly, why can't we sharply be honest with ourselves? Right. Even if it cuts us. Because it will cut you for a minute, but you won't go on with that relationship just because. You wouldn't go on making yourself unhappy in that jo job just because it was paying you more. Correct. We stick to things. We are worse than the prostitutes. Sorry. And prostitutes have deep respect for them. But we are worse than them because we are actually constantly running only behind M-O-N-E-Y. Mm. I'm not mm. saying money is not important. I love money too. Right. But you know, the best way to sort out any problem just hold your child yeah. just, mm. just just hold your child here mm. and see how that feels yes children the, are healing the hugs the yeah, love absolutely when people don't have that in their life the trend is that we are in love with an image rather mm. than in love with life mm. and that's what's creating more problems in my opinion. Beautifully put, I must say, Dr. Anna, really. I mean, it, it couldn't have been put in a better way. So tell me if there was somebody who wanted to, you know, get involved with meta health or learn about it. Do like, do you also teach or do you only do consulting? No, uh, we have workshops. Okay. Right now it's happening on 22nd, 23rd in Bombay. Okay. And then in Calcutta. 
uh, we've had uh, recently the first international workshop outside the country in Egypt. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we already have a master trainer there, just gone to kind of help and carry my uh, view Legacy, of yes. work. Because each of the master trainers which are there, we teach differently. We are all beautiful people, but we teach differently. Right. So the thing is, if you really want to learn about it, there's mm -hmm. a lot of information on the net. You can connect with us and we do workshops. You can... Um, you can take healing and see. I wouldn't call it healing. You can get a diagnosis and see how Got it feels. Yeah. Got it. Got yeah. it. Awesome. So, like, that's been really good. But, like, any talk show, we have to have a rapid fire round. And in our talk show, we call the segment In a Minute. So we'll go with in a minute. So it's got to be really rapid. I'm going to shoot the question and you're going to shoot the answer right back at me. Okay. So let me begin by asking you the first one. It's called, if you could relive your life, would you change any decisions you made? No. Okay. What one piece of advice would you give to your younger self? Just be more happy. Okay. If you could live the life of any movie character, whom would you choose? Amitabh Bachchan. Really? Oh my God. <laughs> okay. All right. What are the essential attributes of a good healer? I think the person should just have a good rapport. Good rapport. Awesome. Yeah. What keeps you inspired? Our life. Life. Okay. For what in your life do you feel most grateful? My parents. Wow. What is the greatest lesson that you have learned? Never give up. Never give up. If you found a way to time travel, where would you go? Back to that six-year-old. Mm. An idea that changed your life. A photograph that came up in a in a magazine and it changed my life because I said it can happen everywhere. Well, I can see that I can be published in other magazines. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Anu Mehta in three words. In three words. Uh, bad, open-minded, and uh, someone who is constantly happy and Con grateful. Ooh, nice. Yeah. So with this uh, constantly happy and grateful person, I'd love to play an interactive game if you're up for it. Absolutely. Yes. So let's move into our next segment called Take 5. Okay, Annu, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you five adjectives around success in this segment and you have to give me the first person that comes to your mind or an idea or a thought and the person can be a known person or a celebrity or somebody you know closely okay okay so the first word is resourceful well the resourceful i think of any child on this earth you see <laughs> any child on babies. this earth yeah babies they can convert anything into a toy how seen compassionate <laughs> mother teresa diligent I think uh, the everyday laborer is the most diligent. Diligent. <laughs> he gets up in the morning and does what he needs to do and ends his day with good food and nice sleep. Right. Generous. Uh, Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Don't favorite. we all want a Santa Claus in our lives? All right. Practical. Uh, practical, I would say, is someone like my mother-in-law. Wow. Yeah. I mean, despite going through all the things that she went into her life, she understood how she has to hold herself together. Amazing. Yeah, amazing. Maybe I need to get her on the show. <laughs> Maybe. She's a, she's a very strong lady. Amazing. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. 
I believe you also said you learned sound healing at some point, right? Yes, I did. Yes, so I can't let you go off the hook without actually getting you to play some sound for me. So we'll move into our next segment, which is called "Show Them What You Got." So we'll go with the sound healing, Doctor Anu. So these are uh, Tibetan bowls. Okay. And these are mallets of different kind. Okay. And uh, various uh, healers would uh, call the bowls with different names. Mm-hmm. And I always say naam me kya pada. Naam me kya pada. Kaam kya karta ye dekhna hai. Dekhna hai. Hai na? Right. So here I would like to acknowledge all my three teachers. So the people who taught me sound is Sujata Singhi. She's in India. We have uh, Chintan Dalal. Mm-hmm. And... Priyanka Patel. Okay. I think this is just the beginning of the list. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you could either play right here mm-hmm. or you could do the rimming. Okay. And just close your eyes and relax. So Nidika, what we could do with the next one? Maybe mm-hmm. you can help me out. Yes. You know how to chant Om, don't you? Yes. We all know. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to put this in the center. Okay. And when I strike, let's both say Om oh, together. Okay. All right. without any talk. So feel it. I'm just going to put it next to you. This actually is for the base, for the ground, but it doesn't matter. Close your eyes. Feel the vibration. Like it's just, I can feel it going in. Absolutely. It's beautiful. Thank you. It's beautiful. We also do the rimming. Mm-hmm. So this is one way of doing it. So different uh, sizes of bowls will create different resonance. Right. And when I say resonance and frequency, we're talking about speed. But this is beautiful. Again, they're made up of different metals materials, yeah. and materials. And what I'm doing is rimming. So what I did was striking here. What I'm doing is rimming. If the energy of the room is low, it's going to take time. Mm. But it's picking up. I can I can feel, can it, feel it go up and like in volume. 
Wow. It's like as if it has a volume tuner. It's going up and up and up. Oh my God. Wow. Balancing the Balancing. masculine and the feminine. Absolutely. Wow. And what I really like about sound is that when we do a lot of intellectual work, hmm. we try to do uh, a lot of therapy and say, you know, this is connected with that hmm. and that's connected with that and that dot with that and hmm. that dot with hmm. that. We're doing that all at a level of a conscious level. Right. But our entire programming, Bruce Lipton says, is at the subconscious level. Correct. And so what is at the subconscious level, even you don't know. It mm. isn't going to come up. Right. So during the sound, what I have experienced is, is just amazing. I remember my first sound session, I released anger. Mm. I tore a pillow. Mm. And uh, not just that, I, in a very big bowl that I have at home, um, so when I, then I, that was played for the first time and I stood in it. Oh, the whole body the big, one. The, the whole, whole body one. Stand and yes, yes, played, absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually danced Indian classical dance. And I have no clue of Indian classical dance. Oh, my God. For more than half an hour, with mudras, I danced inside that bowl. When I came out, they asked me, and do you teach this mm. modality? Mm. And I said, no, I haven't even ever learned. You don't know that you don't even know that there is so much about you that's been unexplored. Right. And that's the part that this unintellectual rimming, mm. but beautiful rimming and beautiful striking gets for you. Amazing. So it also treats diseases which... Otherwise, intellectually, you may not be able to solve. Wow. And Including what are cancer? Oh. We've had results with blood cancer where uh, the doctors had told her that she will not do well. Mm -hmm. And uh, three sessions of sound and her hemoglobin levels were to begin with at 22, which is an odd number. Ouch. Yes. And it came down to 12.8 where she was said that you can actually donate blood. Oh my God. Which means she doesn't have a problem. Right. So Dr. Anu, what are these instruments here also that you have? What are they for? These are just add-ons basically. I like okay. the add-ons. <laughs> I, I, I always like to kind of experiment. Mm -hmm. And like music was something so odd for me because mm -hmm. I, I said now I didn't have any kind of a understanding of it. Right. It suddenly walked into my life again. So these are rattlers which we use. So when we are doing meditation for a big group, it looks, it sounds like, what does it sound like, Nidika? To me, it sounds like steps, footsteps. Yes. Yeah. And or you can say like Ghodagadi. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's generally used very well when you say, let's move ahead in life. Hmm. Like a, like like a, a camel movement. or a horse or yes. like maybe even the palki. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. And it brings up a very nice feeling yes. along with, so we sync it up. 
this is another one that we use, which is very interesting. It's like I love it because it has a gungroo, such a beautiful sound. So you remember the olden times, the stories that we heard, the uh, the havelis, yes, yes, and and the uh, and the chudel and the havelis <laughs> and the gungroo awas, gungroo awas. The last movie I saw was you, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Who has that going on in the head, and who was where in their past life? Oh, I, I can, you know, this one's for me. Trust me, it's bringing <laughs> up something for me for sure. And your body will choose the vibration. That's I correct. love it. You I love, love it. it. Right? I love it. And I feel like may tell you socially. So, just that different instruments will bring up different emotions. I also play a big gong. Mm-hmm. I couldn't carry it here. It's okay. Just, it's it's huge plates okay. and uh, we also use uh, tuning forks okay so it's a whole set if right. i was to uh, with no disrespect to sound healers and sound right. healing uh, my children would say this mom you have the utensils to put the food <laughs> you have a plate which is like the gong <laughs> and you have the tuning forks which is like the fork <laughs> so basically i have a whole buffet here whole buffet Lovely. the buffet of love and vibrations and yet you do meta health and you use it as an add on to health we, them, we right? have uh, very uh, gracefully used this in so uh, we were uh, i've uh, integrated sound along with meta health extremely well and we did it for the barcelona conference mm-hmm. which uh, recently happened in barcelona and uh, we were uh, supposed to do one show but we landed up doing three shows wow because and they loved it so much it's not just loving it people were able to release the mm. trauma mm. so there was this lady who was uh, uh, who had been raped in her childhood ouch and she was able to release that trauma there was another lady who was able to rebirth herself there was a third person that i know my mentor again I wouldn't say again his name because he may not like this right now, but uh, he had lost his father, mm. and he was able to let go. And his little baby, one and a half year old, who was walking around. Oh, he just walked up to us, and it was almost like Arthi and I played together with Anjali, and he carried the stuff and said, almost literally telling us, "Don't stop playing, even if my father is screaming, let him." Oh wow! So there can be at times a very explosive reaction. it can be very calming reaction and often i used to wonder what that is about but now i understand that uh, it's about releasing a trauma that has been stored in the body for years and years and years and what better way to do it than in one hour of sound sounding absolutely so we played sound in uh, brown university uh, egypt and uh, of course in india uh, just played two days back in mrs india pageant it's a very relaxing we can actually put you to sleep to help you to get release the trauma it depends what's the requirement got it and how your body's going to react you have no control over it right but things open up fantastic thank you so much thank you so much for this beautiful sound session i'm telling you that ghungru one is for me <laughs> for sure with all the rajasthani jewelry i'm wearing today also i think it works so um i'm quite sure that after listening to all that you have shared a lot of people would want to get in touch with you so we'll move into our next segment called the social connect so dr anu 
would you be able to share with my audiences if they wanted to get in touch with you or connect with you what is the best way and where they can find you uh you can find me on instagram under anu.metamedicine okay uh this anu meta is again on the facebook okay. you can also go on instagram another uh handle that i have called meta health india mm-hmm. you can also go on my website metahealthindia.co.in wow you can go on my blog anumeta.co.in and i think it's all interconnected so if you find one place you'll find the other so if you just put meta health india you will find dr anumeta <laughs> that's right <laughs> or you can go on the google and just write anumeta and meta health meta healing or meta medicine Got you put any of these there are a lot of articles which are there right um photographs videos they they at least about more than 100 educational videos Got which it. you can go and have a look at Got it. Yeah. Thank you so much Dr. Anu for talking to me and for being on this show and I have a little present for you right here. It's oh actually God. an award. It's called the Invincibles oh with Nidhika Bell Award and oh it's God. been given to you for the incredible journey and the success story that you've had. Thank you. And I know it's Thank only you. a beginning. You're you're Thank have you. a whole world to capture. And you know what's amazing Nidhika? Yeah, two days back I got the trophy with a lady standing with the wings like this. Wow. and i've often said i feel like a bird in a cage many years back mm-hmm. and then i said somewhere halfway through that i feel that i will take the cage with me and fly wow and day before yesterday i said the lady is out of the cage she's developed the wings and today you give me the eagle yeah there That's you go the whole journey that it's actually a phoenix so yeah. you know you're out of the fire you're Absolutely. ready to soar and you're ready to transform the world so thank, thank you, you so thank much you, for being you. here and thank you everybody out there who's been watching this episode thank you so much if you've liked what dr anumeta had to share please do like and comment and definitely share it with your friends and family so we can reach more people and reach out to more and more people and dr anu can help them and definitely if you're watching this for the very first time do subscribe to my page and do subscribe to meta health india with dr anu mehta and stay tuned for the next episode of the invincibles with nidika behel